0: so many great things happening in the Archdiocese of St. Paul Minneapolis.
1: It's like in the Book of Esther. God has placed each of us in this local church for a time like this. We're just all people. People of God.
0: You know, we're all human. We're all fallen. We're all sinners. I think we put on Christ. We put on love.
1: Put on Christ with us as we learn to witness in new ways, find inspiration in those around us, and look for guidance from the Holy Spirit, our Holy Mother Church, and the shepherds of our
0: local church. Because we're on a
1: journey. Continue this journey with us now with another episode of Practicing Catholic. The nights are getting longer and the air is getting colder and you can basically smell the turkey cooking. All signs are saying that Thanksgiving and the holiday season is almost upon us. Here to help us reflect on gratitude and how we can bring more gratitude into our lives this holiday season is Bishop Williams. Welcome to Practicing Catholic, Bishop. It's great to have you back.
0: Great to be back, Kayla. Thank you.
1: Yes. So, like I said, Thanksgiving is already here, essentially. And commercially, it seems like Christmas season hits as soon as Halloween is over. So why is it important to slow down and focus on Thanksgiving as a holiday of gratitude?
0: Well, first of all, Kayla, it feels for me like like Thanksgiving already arrived. Just about a month ago, some international guests from the Evangelization Cells um, community came and gave some seminars for our local leaders, and my sister Anne had a birthday party in Stillwater, and my mom made the basically a meal identical to Thanksgiving. And I almost feel like <laughs> I, I, I've had it already. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Need it. Oh, but you're right. You know, um, I heard on the ra- a radio station like they're debating. Um, yeah, post Halloween, can we play the Christmas music right away? It's it's hard to believe because the debate used to be, can we play it? You know, um, after Thanksgiving and before Advent, or or how much into November and now it's Halloween's the new the new baseline. Of course, you know I think I, I think back, and maybe it's hard for for me. It's hard for some of our listeners. Thanksgiving, as a, a, a national feast, is really an agricultural feast in its its origins. You're thanking God as you know many of the Jewish feasts, Pentecost booths or, or Sukkot you know it, it's these are agricultural feasts you're celebrating a harvest and, and we forget because maybe we're not as agricultural many of us in our connection not as close to the land um, but but there's such abundance that we enjoy in this country and we're, we're living in that abundance and you know driving to a, a, the other day to a, a mass at one of our parishes seeing the combines bring in the corn. It was just so beautiful. I spent three wonderful years in Hampton in New St. Mary's and St. Matthias there. i love to sit in the combine with those farmers and just watch them mow down those rows of corn and look into the basket and just see that beautiful golden corn or soybean go into the hopper. You know, then you realize, boy, we are blessed. And only when those harvests don't come, if there's floods or storms or drought. Do you realize um we have to stop. We have to thank God around this time of year. We've so much to be thankful for. And and so we pause to do just that.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I definitely relate with um kind of the rural visual there. I'm from a very rural era, area in Iowa. So it just brings memories of home hearing about that. Absolutely. And yeah, like you're right, just there's so much to be grateful for and I'm Curious what you think of the significance between the end of the the liturgical year happening and the theme of gratitude kind of going on all at once.
0: That's a great question. I don't know that specifically, Father Margavichus might be the expert, if the end of the liturgical year and the theme of gratitude is more in season, I think, insofar as the end of our liturgical year, in this state at least, is the end of our, our harvest time. There seems to be just that natural invitation to give thanks. And the national holiday just gives us that time for all of us to do it. And, and all of us need to do it, not just Catholics. You know, Peter Kreeft, the great uh, uh, Catholic philosopher from Boston College, he spoke to the priest, I don't know, 10, 10, 15 years ago at one of our assemblies. And he talked about what is the essence of religion. And I think five major religious leaders from five different, uh, the three monotheistic faiths and, and two others they could only describe the essence of their religion in one word. They had to write it all, one, that word on a piece of paper, without seeing the other and put it into a basket. They opened it up. All five said gratitude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But for Catholics, it's especially important, I would say, because our worship, our central form of 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 praising uh, God, worshiping him is called eucharistos in the Greek, thanksgiving. And so every time we we uh, take bread, bless it, break it, give it, as Jesus did, um, that eucharistas comes out. And, and of course, the, the main thanksgiving is for the work of God and the person of his son, Jesus Christ. Salvation is accomplished in him. It was in his Paschal Mystery, represented to us in in the sacred mystery. So, um, yeah, thanks, God. And in my family, you know, that's how we started Thanksgiving. And, and as a priest, I've loved... Thanksgiving Day masses, and for the people, you know, no one's obliged to be there. The people that come are so grateful. They understand what they've received. They understand what a blessing to be in this country, and and to have the faith we have, and and to share that as a community. It's just heartfelt people, with that real eucharistas. You can feel it on those Thanksgiving Day masses. And my family, that's how we always started the day.
1: Mhm. And kind of talking more about um traditions/like tips that you might have. How what would you recommend for listeners to do to bring Christ into this holiday this year?
0: Oh, start Thanksgiving Day with a mass at your local parish first of all. You know, there's there couldn't be a better way to to give thanks than to take everything we've received. And offer it into the great sacrifice of praise, the great sacrifice of thanksgiving of our Lord Jesus. And you'll feel it. The people that go there again, there's no obligation, and there's not a specific liturgical feast. It's a national holiday, but again, it gets at at the heart of our of our worship as Christians. So, so to begin there is wonderful. Of course. Um, all of the food, the fixings, not that I had anything to do with it ever except eating it. I love my grandmother's pumpkin pie, Grandma William's punky pie. I used to call it as a kid. I could just probably eat the whole meal with that and a lot of whipped cream. <laughs> but the, the turkey, the, the the potatoes, the gravy, the cranberries, it's all, it's all wonderful. And, of course, football, the Cowboys. The lions when they're playing the, the Vikings, we wouldn't miss that uh, growing up either in the afternoon. So so it's just such a, such a beautiful day to be together and and to welcome those maybe who don't have family. I would do that a lot in the seminary and as a young priest, people from out of town, I'd ask my parents if I could invite them to our table um, because you don't wanna be alone on a holiday like this. So, so inviting people to the banquet that might be away from their families that might not have anyone to go to, we're Christians, the gospel, recently, uh, from Luke, you know, when you give a feast, uh, don't invite those who can pay you back. Go out into the highways, the byways, invite the crippled, the poor, uh, those who can't repay you and your war, and, and you'll be repaid, you know, uh, by our good Lord. And, and we certainly are in that. So it's certainly a strong recommendation to think about those who might not have the, the Thanksgiving feast prepared that we do. And let's be together. Let's not be alone on this beautiful day.
1: Right. Right. It's such a, good opportunity to really examine who you can invite in and Mm -hmm. who is maybe on the on the search for that something more that you can invite in and show them Christ
0: absolutely
1: yeah and just talking more about that how can we better express gratitude and um, be the love of Christ not just during this holiday holiday season but keep it going after the holidays are over
0: You know, gratitude is always in season. It should be a daily spiritual exercise. You know, um, I received that lesson beautifully from an elderly priest that I happened to be on a silent priest retreat with uh, many years ago, probably back in, you know, a few years after my ordination. Um, Even though we weren't talking something about him, there was a light, a joy, a peace, the way he carried himself after so many years of priest. And I thought, boy, that's the kind of uh, priest I want to be. Uh, when I grow up, and and so I, I made a note to myself after this retreat, I'm going to ask this Father Father Francis. You know what what is the secret to your to your joyful priesthood? And I did just that, and and without hesitating, and with a little bit of Bishop Paul Dudley inflection, he said, "Attitude of gratitude, number one." And it was such a beautiful the way he said it, it was just the way I expected him to say it. And he told me that the that the first thing he does every morning he wakes up, you know, he'll he'll make some coffee. He'll sit in his chair and then he writes a gratitude list. Can you? Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. Um, that was two thousand six, I think. Since that year, I've done the same thing every almost every morning of my life. Did it this morning, and I, I write three things. Used to be a journal, now it's my iPad. But I'm sitting there with my coffee, just enjoying. You know, you stop and you're like, where was God yesterday? It's the spiritual awareness, sensitivity, like St. Ignatius tries to cultivate in his examine. Fact, in fact, it's one of the steps of the examine prayer. Invoke the Holy Spirit and and walk through the day with gratitude for the blessings received. It's amazing, amazing, Kayla, how we can miss that. You know, we're wired, at least I am, to wake up, think about what I didn't do yesterday, what I have to do today, and we get overwhelmed. And then when you stop and you realize where God was, what God did for you, for me, for all of us. It's amazing how much you can find. And that peace enters. You realize God is in control. He was there yesterday. He's going to be here today. He's going to act. I'm not alone. And he's working with me and even working when I'm not working. And it's beautiful to see those little touches, those little answered prayers, the words that, that he speaks to us through others. They're always there. We just need to stop and do that. So for me, that's been um Thank you, Father Francis, for that. I hope others can 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 incorporate that into their spirituality because it's it's a huge game changer. It has been for me, at least, my, a morning changer for me um, as a as a Christian.
1: Mm-hmm. That's such a great practice and so easy too. It's such a great way to just force yourself to slow down and stop and think. This is what God is doing in my life, and that's so beautiful.
0: It's enjoyable. It's not like you have, I look forward to doing it. It's not like, I have, oh, I got to do this. I got, it, no, I want to do it. The coffee's there. It's, it's There's a peaceful moment in quiet with our Lord. And, and um, yep, Psalm, Psalm 103, bless the Lord, my soul, and all my being. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, my soul, and never forget any of his benefits. That's what that kind of prayer allowed that gratitude list allowed. I don't wanna forget any of the things he did yesterday and um, praise the Lord for, for, for that spiritual wisdom that gets passed on, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Yeah, thank you, Father Francis, for that.
0: <laughs>
1: and Bishop Williams, we have just a few minutes left, but I wanna end with my two hardest hitting questions. Ooh. First, what are your favorite Thanksgiving traditions And two, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food?
0: Oh, I love, you know, my favorite Thanksgiving tradition, sitting around the piano with my grandmother, who would play Mm -hmm. over the river and through the woods, and we'd all sing it with her. And then when I got into middle school, I learned, I think, the same rendition from the same sheet music. And so I think maybe middle school, early high school, I got to be sitting where she was and having my family sing with me. It was just so fun. And, and, And now I think there's... Younger siblings who did it, I think maybe now nieces and nephews, I always look forward mm-hmm. to that. Uh, th- yeah, pumpkin pie, hands down. No no contest for me with, <laughs> with lots of fake whipped cream, uh, mm-hmm. sugar, yeah, it's, it's, I, I look forward to that with some coffee to finish the meal. I, 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 I skipped the po- potatoes to have more room for the pumpkin pie, let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> Priorities.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Bishop, it was so great to talk to you. Can we have your blessing before you go?
0: You certainly can. The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: And through the intercession of our patron, St. Paul, may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. All in peace.
1: Amen. Thank you, Bishop Williams, for joining us once again on Practicing Catholic. We are so grateful for your leadership and look forward to next time.
0: You're welcome, Kayla. Great to be with you.
1: Please do remember to keep Archbishop Hebda, Bishop Williams, Bishop Eisen, and all our diocesan priests, consecrated, and religious women and men and seminarians in your prayers. Thank you for listening. Follow us on social media at Practicing Catholic Show to see what's coming up next. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe to be the first to know when the next episode of Practicing Catholic is released.